All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec. I'm a CPA, and this is my update for Friday, April 9th. Obviously, the IRS should be updating Get My Payment this weekend, uh, particularly for those of you who receive Veterans Administration benefits and do not file a tax return. IRS had Get My Payment updated for some folks last week on Friday, uh, so I would check today if you can, definitely tomorrow and Sunday if anything has changed. For those of you who have not received, uh, who've not received your payment yet, um, expected payment date for VA recipients as well as others is, of course, next Wednesday, April 14th, though sometimes people uh, do get access to their money before that, uh, depending on where they bank. I saw a study this week from the New York Federal Reserve. They ran a survey in March, uh, so last month, asking households how they plan to use their check. They found that people expect to spend 24.7%, save 41.6%, and use the remaining 33.7% to pay off debt. Now, they did the same survey for the first two set of checks, and respondents uh, reported spending less and saving more as time went on, although for some reason the percentage put toward debt was far higher for the second payment than either the first or the third. The author specifically noted that people are saving more during the pandemic. There's obviously a lot of uncertainty in a variety of fields and industries. So right now, when people have some extra cash, they're a little more reluctant to spend it. You can see that trend in the average American personal savings rate. Historically, people have saved between roughly 5 and 10% of their income. That went all the way up to 33.7% in April 2020. It's lower than that now, but it still hasn't returned to where it was before the pandemic. And even in a recession like 2008, which had a much lower peak unemployment, but took significantly longer to recover, that barely had any effect on personal savings, while the 2020 recession pushed the savings rate to the highest it's been since they started tracking it in 1959. So if you have some extra cash, whether it's a stimulus check or something else, leave a comment. Let me know how you're going to use that money and if that has changed over the past year. All right, now let's get into the news with the Biden administration as well as Congress. The big story today is that the White House released its request for discretionary funding for the 2022 fiscal year. This is sometimes called a skinny budget because it basically gives a quick summary of where the Biden administration wants to allocate funding. Here's a chart from the Washington Post that gives you an idea of where that money will be going. And unsurprisingly, there are significant increases in a variety of areas related to the two-part infrastructure bill that Biden wants to pursue. That includes the American Jobs Plan as well as the American Families Plan. Obviously, education stands out there. The request asks for $36.5 billion in Title I grants for high-poverty schools. U.S. school funding is disproportionate on both class and race lines, so the administration wants to correct some of that with federal funding rather than relying on the states and local districts. There are also provisions that would increase the maximum Pell Grant by $400, raise funding for child care and K-12 education for students with disabilities, and pay for more counselors, nurses, and mental health professionals in American schools. One thing that might not be as obvious from this graph is the focus on climate science and clean energy production. Some of that falls under commerce, some under the EPA, and some under health and human services, and a little bit under energy as well. For example, the request earmarks $1.7 billion to make public housing safer and more energy efficient, which includes $800 million for the Department of Housing and Urban Development, along with $400 million for the Department of Energy. They also want to set aside $3 
$3.6 billion to improve our water infrastructure, almost $1 billion to set up a new Accelerating Environmental and Economic Justice Initiative at the EPA, and more than $4 billion for climate and sustainability research distributed to several agencies, including NASA, the National Science Foundation, and the Department of the Interior. So, we don't have the full breakdown of this request yet. At this point, it's just, like I said, a skinny budget. But as we've seen from the infrastructure package that Biden wants to pursue, there's going to be a lot of funding for education and clean energy, as well as more traditional infrastructure projects, the things that most people think about when they hear the word infrastructure, uh, bridges, roads, and things like that. Overall, the budget request would increase federal discretionary spending, uh, spending by around 8%, including a 16% increase for non-defense domestic programs. The 2021 fiscal year budget will continue through the end of September. So that's kind of an unofficial deadline for the Democrats at this point. They will need to approve a budget through the infrastructure package before the beginning of October in order to avoid any gaps in funding. Obviously, there's no guarantee that what they pass will look exactly like what Joe Biden is envisioning. We know moderate Democrats like Joe Manchin is going to be a thorn in the administration's side on some of these issues, and there isn't much margin for error on either side of Congress. So ultimately, this is just one more step forward on the infrastructure negotiations, and we'll have to wait and see how well people like Schumer and Pelosi are able to get their respective caucuses behind this plan. All right, everybody, that's all I have for you today. Congress will be back in session on Monday, so they will finally, hopefully, get the wheels turning on this infrastructure package. The Senate parliamentarian apparently gave the Democrats the green light to move ahead with two reconciliation bills for a fiscal year. Of course, Joe Manchin, with the op-ed I told you about yesterday, has kind of thrown cold water at that, so I would expect Chuck Schumer and the rest of the party to try to change Joe Manchin's mind. But even with the parliamentarian's ruling, there are still some questions about every Democrat, uh, whether they'll be uh, comfortable enough using that to pass yet another piece of major legislation. As always, I want to thank you for watching to the end. I really do appreciate your support, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.